0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Subjectivity, subjectivity, subjectivity. It is such a negative word when it comes to trading. But should it be? Is it really as bad as we think? We're going to discuss that in today's episode. Now, before we hop into the episode, do me a favor, head over to www.tier1trading.com. We got some free stuff over there. We also have a $1 14-day trial membership that gives you access to the platform and essentially all of the stuff that's on there aside from like our premium stuff. But check it out, www.tier1trading.com. Enjoy the show. So um, Liam says, this is so subjective. No, no, quite the opposite quite the opposite oh sorry I missed the first question this is the most overcomplicated rubbish just trade supply and demand uh no not at all um it's it's subjective if you don't do it the right way and look my my trading philosophy is around support and resistance supply and demand so I know exactly what you're talking about but here's the thing right and and trust me because this is the question I get from traders all the time right we we have a bunch of courses the first things we teach before any type of strategy or anything is how to read a price chart, how to identify the ebbs and flows, how to identify areas of support, resistance, supply, and demand. And guess what? That is also subjective. <laughs> that is also subjective, right? If you're gonna be a discretionary trader, unless you're gonna unless you're gonna base everything off of in, indicators, there's gonna be subjectivity. The problem is this: people use the excuse or the, the word, I'm not saying you're doing this, Liam, but just in general. People look at subjectivity as being a negative, right? How many of you guys initially hear subjectivity and and think it's a negative? First of all, this is not subjective, right? If you ask me how to trade this pattern, it's rules based, it's black or white. The only subjectivity is identifying the initial X to A leg. Because if you ask me what it takes for a B leg to be hit, six one eight. What has to happen for the C leg, six one eight? What has happened for the the one uh, for the D leg, one twenty seven? If it's anything other than that, it's not it's not a pattern. It's, it's either yes or no. So very little subjectivity if you know how to do it. But a lot of people look at subjectivity and they think it's a negative, but it's a negative because they haven't worked on it, right? So you mentioned supply and demand, right? Support and resistance. Let's look at a chart right here. You throw 100 traders in a room. Do you think they're going to have, you think they're going to mark up this chart the same exact way? What do you guys think? If you throw 100 traders in a room, you give them this chart and you say, identify key levels of supply and demand, identify key levels of support and resistance, do you think you're going to get 100 charts that look identical? Yes or no? Same thing with Elliott Waves, right? No effing way, right? No effing way. There's no way you are. Because we're all going to see it. This is the art side of trading. We're all going to see it a little differently. Now, here's the question. Is that a negative thing? Is that bad? If you get 100 traders and 20 of the charts look different? No. You know what's important? I'm going to pick on you, Bobby, because you're typing in. I saw you last. What's important is that Bobby trains his eye. He works on his skill of reading a price chart. And when Bobby is given this chart... If I give Bobby this chart a hundred times and tell him to mark it up, let's say 97. 97 of those charts are gonna look the same. There's gonna be human error, right? Bobby may have a tired day, may he may miss something, you know, there's gonna be human error. But the key is that, Bo- is that Bobby trains himself to be consistent and identifying whatever he wants to identify. And that's eliminating the subjectivity. It may be subjective in comparison to what someone else sees, but guess what? Do we care what other people say? If I'm marking up a chart, and again, I'm assuming I'm not like a new trader and I'm blatantly wrong, if I'm a a skilled trader, and I'm marking up a chart and someone else responds and says, oh no, that's not a level of support. Do I care what that trader says? No. So I I think it's, it's interesting because... Again, we, we talk about mechanical trading versus discretionary trading. And we always talk about the pros and cons of both. And, and And you could be successful, wildly successful doing both. You can do wildly successful doing a blend between them all. But a lot of people look at subjectivity. And a lot, a lot of newer traders do it because they're not skilled enough to they're, – they're not skilled enough at the time because they don't have the experience – to be confident in their decision-making, which makes perfect sense, right? When you don't have experience, you don't have confidence, it's going to be a little bit hard. But a lot of people look at subjectivity, oh, it's so subjective as a negative, where once you get experience in the market, you look at it, and not, not necessarily subjectivity, but discretion, you look at it as a positive. It, it is Freedom. It is freedom. It is freedom for you to make decisions based on what you interpret. Where if everything is indicator-based, there's no freedom in that. I told you guys stories when I used to trade indicator-based systems and I used to get signals that I knew were wrong. But I had to take them anyway. Horrible. Now again, that's knowing your personality as well. But let's not confuse subjectivity as being a negative. And let's not confuse discretionary trading as being highly subjective because it's not. It is rules-based trading. The thing is, most people don't look at it that way. Most people think discretionary trading, right? You just do whatever you want. Everything we do here is rules-based. If you don't believe that, look at how many trading opportunities I see that I can't take because they didn't meet the rules. But everything is rules-based. Everything. That's called treating your trading like a business. So I I, I, I take offense to this is the most overcomplicated rubbish, right? Because one, I don't think a trader should ever talk down about another trader's style. right If we learned anything from the market wizards books right you can you can be a successful trader looking at the almanac and trading the stars and the moons Would I ever do that? No. I think it's ridiculous. But look, if it works for that person it works for that person. Just because you have a preferred way of trading doesn't mean it's the only way that works. I love advanced pattern formations. You know what I love more than advanced pattern formations? Price action trading. If you made me choose one, it would be support and resistance, supply and demand. If we're going off of just personal enjoyment. But don't call it overcomplicated until you understand it. Because the interesting thing is this we try to teach someone supply and demand. And there's a reason I don't teach supply to demand. I just teach structure. The reason I don't teach specifically supply to demand is because people don't understand it. It confuses people more than, more than it hurts than it helps them. Believe it or not, it confuses people more than it helps them. So maybe that's overcomplicated. Um, my markup analysis are different than Akil's, but. The early, uh, but the entry is the same. So, similar conclusion. Uh, a million ways to tra- eat the same apple. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And what matters as traders, we, we find a way that works for us and we get good at it. Way or ways that work for us and we get good at it. And then if we want to add more stuff, we can add more stuff. If you want to take stuff away, we can take stuff away. That, that's, that's the beauty of trading. It, it, it is our business. We are entrepreneurs. We can build it how we want to build it. Or she says everything is is complicated, so you work on it. Yeah, I, yeah. Look, I I used to hate patterns, man. I gotta measure this, then measure that, then do that, and do that, and I can't see them. I used to hate them, but yep, everything is overcomplicated. Complicate it until you work on it, then it becomes simple once you, once you master it. And if it stays complicated, too complicated, then you just don't do it. So didn't mean to pick on you, Liam. Hope it didn't, hope it didn't seem like that. I really wasn't. But you br- the, the comment brought back memories of, of, of battles I used to have when I used to argue with people, battles I used to have on the internet. And it was always specifically with 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 uh pattern trading because it's a unique niche that a lot of people don't like because it's not a it's not classical charting but i hope i didn't offend did i did i was i mean i don't think i was mean if i was i apologize i don't think i was harsh but i do think it was a good a good subject that was worthy of discussing um And I like Orsi's point because there's a lot of newer traders out there that we just, you know, whether it's a pattern trade or something we did the other day, it's like, man, this is so complicated. I'll never get it. You will. You just got to work on it. You will. You just have to work on it. It's like any skill, right? Riding a bike with no training wheels is complicated. At one point in time, it was very complicated, was it not? How do I balance and how do I pedal and how do I steer and how do I do all these things at once? But once you master it you just you hop on and just do it now you can do tricks and stuff you can do wheelies you can ride with no hands the complicated gets simpler when you work on it hope you enjoyed the episode hey guys i got a youtube channel youtube.com slash check it out i do three live streams a week every tuesday wednesday and thursday at 7:30 a.m giving you an inside look in my live trading room. That's where this discussion came from. I also do the weekend trading edge video, which is my weekend outlook of the market, showing you the top trading ideas that are on my radar for the week ahead. And of course, some educational tidbits that are going to help you become a better trader. YouTube.com slash Akil Stokes. Subscribe. Make sure that bell is hit. That way you don't miss the next upload.